Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Leap of Faith podcast. I'm Lorraine. I am your host today, and uh, today we are in episode 66.2, and this is Exodus chapter 9. So welcome, and thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm going to dive right in uh, because this is kind of a long chapter. So I'm going to start us out in prayer, and then uh, and then we are going to read the uh, verse of the day. So, and then we'll read our Bible verse. So, uh, chapter. Sorry. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, we come to you with thanksgiving and um, just in wanting to glorify you and put you above all things. We are so thankful for what you do and what you provide for us. And uh, we know that it's all yours. And everything that we have is because you have provided it for us. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your son Jesus on the cross and his blood that he shed for us. And we thank you for the resurrection and the gift of salvation. We also thank you for those who are out there listening, and I pray that they are blessed today and always. I pray that you are fulfilling their needs according to what they uh, are asking for, and of course, even for the unspoken. And uh, Lord, I am thankful for this Bible study that we get to do every day, five days a week. Uh, Lord, bless it and help it to grow. Lord, we invite you into this uh, time in your word. We pray that you empty us of ourselves, help us to focus on what it is that you want us to understand from today's reading, and uh, reveal yourself to us. Lord, be here a part of it, and uh, make yourself known. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so today is Motivation Monday, and... Uh, uh, to be honest, I have not been very motivated today. I'm a little tired, and um, I have struggled all day today. So if that helps anybody out <laughs> to understand that you're not the only one that might be out there struggling. So, um, But today's uh, Motivation Monday. So today, and this is really uh, kind of a motive to encourage you to choose your friends wisely. So it says, uh, walk with wise people. And become wise, befriend fools, and get in trouble. And that's Proverbs thirteen twenty. Uh, my old pastor used to say, "You're known by the people that you associate yourself with," and that is so incredibly true. And I used to tell my children the same thing uh, when they were in um, middle school, high school, elementary school. I used to say, "You know, surround yourself with good, wise people. You know, who are, are trying to do the right thing." and making wise choices because you're going to be known by those people. If they're not making wise choices, even if you're not the one that's doing it, you're associated with them. So the chances are you're going to get in trouble probably. So so choose your friends wisely. And that's the verse of the day. All right. So let's uh let's go ahead and dive into chapter 9, uh, episode 66.2. And we're going to continue reading about the plagues. <clears throat> a plague against livestock go back to pharaoh the lord commanded moses tell him this is what the lord the god of the hebrews says let my people go so they can worship me if you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go the hand of the lord will strike all of your livestock 
your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the, of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. The Lord has already set the time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he had said. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let the people go. <clears throat> Are we surprised? A plague of festering boils. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from a brick kiln, and have Moses toss it into the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, causing festering boils to break out on people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As, Pharaoh's, as Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot into the air, and boils broke out on people and animals alike. Even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses, because the boils had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord had hardened Pharaoh's heart, and just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh refused to listen. A plague of hail. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him that, uh, tell him this, tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so they can <clears throat> watch worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. By now, I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. But I have spared you for a purpose, to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. But you still lord it over my people and refuse to let them go. So tomorrow, at this time, I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. Quick, order your livestock and servants to come in from the fields to find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die when, when the hail falls. Some of Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields, but those who paid no attention to the word of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand toward the sky so hail may fall on the people, the livestock, and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses lifted his staff toward the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flashes toward the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against the land all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that, with such devastating hail and continuing lightning. It left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field, people, animals, and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. Please beg the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. 
We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. All right, Moses replied. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord. Then the thunder and hail will stop, and you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail because the barley had formed heads and the flax was budding. But the wheat and the emmer and the emmer wheat were spared because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and went out of the city. When he lifted his hands to the Lord, the thunder and hail stopped, and the downpour ceased. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he and his officials sinned again, and Pharaoh again became stubborn. Because his heart was hard, Pharaoh refused to let the people leave, just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. All right. Um, I seem to have misplaced my pencil. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, beginning with um, the beginning of verse 1, go back to Pharaoh, the Lord commanded Moses, tell him this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Uh, just kind of setting it up. As always, you know, God is giving Moses, you know, his instructions and, of course, Moses is being obedient, doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, so he tells him that he's going to strike down all of the uh, livestock, but not one of the Hebrew, li not one of the Hebrew livestock will be hurt or killed. Um, so uh, he has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. So he put a deadline on it. It wasn't like he was giving him any time. And the Lord did just as he said he would. So God is faithful like he always is. He does exactly what he says he's going to do. Uh, and all the livestock of the Egyptians uh, died, but the Israelites didn't lose not one single animal. And of course, Pharaoh sent his officials to check it out and discovered that not one of the Israelite animals was killed. But Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn. Uh, and then there was a... a plague of festering boils after Moses threw the ashes from the kiln, the brick kiln up. Uh, but the Lord still hardened Pharaoh's heart, and just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh refused to listen. And then he brings a plague of hail. Um, so Moses gets up early, stands before Pharaoh, and says, this is what the God of the Hebrews says, you know, let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't, I'm going to send uh, more plagues on you. And he says, then you will know that there is no one like me. There's a reason. He says, if you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. By now, I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. But I have spared you for a purpose, to show my power. He wants to make sure everybody knows who he is. And to spread my fame throughout the earth. He wants he wants to be the only, you know, God that they're worshiping because he is the only God. Uh, and to spread the Lord to and to spread uh, my fame throughout the earth. Uh, but you still lord over over my people and refuse to let them go. You're still keeping them held captive. So tomorrow at this time I will send a hailstorm and it's going to destroy everything. If you're outside, it's going to destroy you. Um, and so, uh, 
Any person left outside will die when the hail falls. So some of Pharaoh's officials were smart and brought in the people and the livestock, but then there were others who just didn't pay attention, which is what we find that we are here today doing. There are some people paying close attention to what is going on, and then there's other people just kind of, you know, milling about in their own way, not paying attention to what's, you know, what the real things are going on. And then he tells Moses, the Lord says to Moses, lift your hands toward the sky so that hail may fall on the people, the livestock, and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. Um, and But the only place without hail uh, was the region of Goshen where the people of Israel lived. Uh, then, of course, you know, Pharaoh summons Moses and says, I've sinned, I've done bad, please stop it from, you know, hailing and raining and thundering. And so, of course, um, you know, Moses says, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go pray to God. But in 30, I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord. So they're not there yet. They're still, you know, still doing their thing. And, of course, uh, Moses lifts his hands to the Lord, uh, and the thunder and the hail stopped, and the downpour ceased. But, of course, Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped. He and his officials sinned again, and Pharaoh became stubborn because his heart was hard pharaoh refused to let the people leave just as the lord had predicted through moses i'm saying you know pharaoh's making some really bad choices here and we know it's coming you know we've got the sixth plague coming up which is going to be the plague of locusts uh so you know it's it's not pretty you know god is wanting to make sure that everybody knows who he is and they're not paying attention so all right, well, that's it for today. Uh, but as always, I will give you the opportunity, if you haven't already made Jesus Lord of your life, uh, I will say the prayer of salvation with you um, because we don't anyone, want anyone to ever not feel like there's an opportunity for that. So, so today we will go ahead and uh, lead you in that prayer. If you're already a believer, feel free to say it with us. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. <clears throat> I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the family of Christ. Uh, you're now a brother and sister in Christ, and uh, it's something to be celebrated. So uh, we strongly suggest that you mark it in your Bible. Today is your new birthday in Christ, and uh, we also uh, encourage you to get to a church, to a pastor, uh, somebody who can help you to get to the next step in your new Christian life, and uh, you have to start living for Jesus, and um, be a doer. You know, get out there and Start doing, because uh, you will be blessed beyond measure. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, uh, there is one thing I'd like to say real quick um, before I get. So I, first of all, thank you for uh, comments. We've gotten some uh, Facebook comments, uh, some instant messages, and uh, so, so appreciate that. Encouraging. Uh, but then there's also been some discouraging messages. Uh, we which is, you know, it's apt to happen. But 
Uh, my regret is this. There was one message that came across and, uh, and I felt it was a little, it was very harsh. Let me just say that. Um, uh, his language was not very nice. And so uh, because I didn't want to see it on my instant messages, I knee-jerked and I deleted it. So I apologize to the person who did that. If they are listening, I have a funny feeling he's not listening just based upon his context. Uh, but uh, I wish I hadn't. I wish I had emailed him or texted him back or whatever, instant messaged him back and apologized. You know, uh, apparently, you know, this is offensive to him. And so, you know, and it is offensive to some people. I don't know what to say about that. I don't think it's offensive. I think that everything that's being said here is all of God. Uh, so I apologize to whoever that was. I don't know who it was. I don't even know how to retrieve it back if there's a way to get it back or not. But um, so in the future, I will make, uh, I will not do that. I will respond back uh, again. So anyway, that's it for today. Um, it just threw me off um, to see that kind of language. I wasn't expecting that, but there's all sorts of people out there and this is public. So, you know, it, it happens. So thank you for joining me. I don't know what time of day it is that you're watching morning, noon or night. I have no idea, but I'm just glad that you're able to take a little bit of time out of your day and, uh, you know, listen to God's word. So, uh, take care. God bless. And I will see you tomorrow.